0: Fly respect the podcast <laughs> back for another one hope your quarantine has been going good you know hopefully in your free time you unlearn some bad habits learn some new habits we able to set some goals able to think beyond the madness maybe enjoy your family fly respect the podcast Andy Stone let's go
1: I don't know, but she's just
0: Episode was supposed to drop May fifth on Single De Mayo, uh, which was a day before my birthday. So a lot of the references might be toward those type of situations and that time. What, what was that? Seven days ago? Yeah, some like seven eight days ago, something like that. So, all good. Same thing, man. I just was procrastinating, didn't edit the, the uh, situation that long. Who's hitting me up on my phone? Didn't didn't edit it, you know, in time. So uh, yeah. Just uh, it's all good, man. Fly respect the podcast, May thirteenth, and we're gonna do it like this. Cause I'm waiting on the track to come in, and we're gonna do it like five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. And bro, tomorrow is my birthday, bro. May sixth, bro. I'm about to be thirty-two years old, bro. Thirty-two years old, bro. But single the was always like that kickoff for my birthday when I was younger, like my. Early 20s, man, because we used to go down to Washington Avenue, and we used to go to Rosalita's spot, man, get these margaritas, like these frozen margarita boys. We'd be sitting outside, chilling, man, having a good time, you know what I'm saying, eating some food or whatever. But it was funny because that place, Rosalita's, it always made me throw up, now that I think about it. Not the drinks. I'm talking about the food. Like, in that, it didn't matter what I went and got. Like, I, w- I, went, I would go there. It, it, w- it happened in separate occasions, too, like, time, way times apart. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, months apart. You know what I mean? I would go there and eat. I would throw up at the restaurant. And then when I would, but if I was drinking there, I was cool. So, I, I never really ate there. <laughs> but that single de Mayo was, um, you know, that boy, man. We used to be at Nara's down on Washington, turned up, you know, the hookah spot. And then run back to Rosalita's, you know, and see some mamacitas, you know what I'm saying, like that. And then uh, at the end of the night, we used to go up the street because uh, my boy Chubbs, his brother, had a loft up the street. So, like, the loft, we used to just have people over there and just be turned. Either that or people would come back to my house, you know, and be turned. But it was just like, I man, that single to mile was always a good kickoff right before my birthday, man. But this year, we in the crib, which it's cool with me because i can make you know any type of environment i want you know what i'm saying like that's the thing i had to learn too about this quarantine about my house as well it's like man get things that you would need in your house that you would you know not have to leave a lot for you know what i'm saying as far as like you know the gym's being closed so i can't work out so it's like now it's on my list like i'm gonna give me some workout equipment you know hey if i want people over And we go listen to some music, which, you know, I have people over, you know, frequently listen to some music. But, like, create a little atmosphere, man. Throw up some lights. So I ordered some, like, some of those lights. Some crazy, like, strobe lights that go around, like... I hope a lot of you guys were able to take this time that we're at home, you know, um, not working. I hope you were able to take this time and, like, just reflect on things and just, like, really figure some things out either about yourself, like learn more about yourself or learn more about what direction you want to go or what you don't want to deal with, you know, things like that. Like, you know, just just improvement in life, man, and hopefully not just really tripping off the madness of Oh, man, the coronavirus and this, this and that, and we in the house and I can't do nothing. And the news is saying this and the news is saying it's like, man, you know, just be optimistic and uh, do whatever you got to do to decompress. You know what I'm saying? I will say I learned to appreciate my back balcony. Like I had never been on my back balcony for real, for real, for the longest. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I get up, man. Now I go out there, I sit down outside on the back balcony with a, a nice hot cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? Get my thoughts together, jot some notes down, you know, got the the earbuds in, throw some music on or something like that, and just people watch. You know what I'm saying? Just look look around the streets, listen to the atmosphere. Just appreciating and being grateful, man, because it could always be worse. You know what I'm saying? Or you could just do self-reflections. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with self-reflecting on yourself, man. Sometimes you have to spend time with yourself to understand yourself more, to um Um, know what you want to do with your life, knowing where you want to go, uh, spiritually, mentally, if you're in the crib with your significant other and y'all stuck in the house together, hopefully y'all be able to bond and get stronger. Even though I did see a spike in domestic violence cases and, um, divorce, uh, situations going on during the quarantine, but Hey, to each his own, man. You know, uh, there is a ton of stuff to watch on Netflix and other streaming sites, other night I was on um, Hulu, man, and I scrolled across this documentary. Yeah, I know I love documentaries, but it was about the McDonald's Monopoly game that was, you know, uh, a game popular with the McDonald's franchise where it they created a recreated a Monopoly situation. But that being a scam and the documentary basically just uncovered the whole scam of how there was a, a ring of people just making all this money and it was connected to the mob, man. It's called McMillions. I caught it on Hulu. One documentary I do want to see that I haven't been able to check out just parts of it is that Chicago Bulls, the last dance documentary. I've been seeing bits and pieces on like Star YouTube, like, you know, 10, 12 minute clips you know, here and there, man. And just showing how wild and crazy them days was back in the 90s on the basketball court, you know, with the Bulls. They were showing some of the Detroit Pistons. I thought it was crazy in one clip that I did see, man, where um i didn't trip off of it but back in the day they used to actually like damn near bang and really bang on on the court like without too much you know repercussions now you know you getting technical fouls for this and that blah blah but back then they were literally banging and you would literally see like somebody jump in the air to do a layup and somebody just jump up and like you know shoulder them you know to the side so they could fall or something like that man and they it wouldn't get no calls so i definitely want to check that out i did um Pull it up on my DVR to set to record it. Because I believe it's on HBO. And I'm never really conscious on when stuff comes on. That's why I don't really know too much about what's on regular TV and when it come on and all that. i just rather set the DVR. But yeah, that's really dope. Also, Operation Old on Netflix. Uh, it's another documentary that was dope as hell about... Man, just some bizarre uh, mob-type uh, uh, Colombian cartel uh, liaison-type joint. You know what I mean? Where these guys you know had a string of uh like bars and nightclubs in miami and they were funding everything from you know you know just one of them things man it's real dope man where these cats man the most outrageous part of that was these cats went to go buy a submarine from i believe it was russia yeah a submarine from russia transport cocaine in from Colombia. if i'm not mistaken it was russia yeah they went over there man and it was it's, it, like i said operational desert man you got to check it out bro it's a real story because you know how you could tell the a real story too because they they show like the pictures of them back in the day so it's not like just somebody sitting on camera and they lying and it's just in that and you like oh it could be true like, no nah. they showing pictures of them back when they was younger in the clubs they was in together doing this they even showed pictures of them cats when they went over to russia to buy the submarine it's a picture of them two when they were younger in front of the submarine with like a navy guy you know what i'm saying with him you know what i'm saying with a picture they about to buy a submarine bro like it's crazy y'all gotta check it out you know the news my quarantine fro has gotten way bigger um, I think I'm about. I think I'm at twisty stage. Y'all remember the little twisties guys were, you know, back in the day. I think I'm at twisty stage now. Probably about another couple more weeks. I'll be at really ski braid stage, you know. So hopefully things get under control soon, so I can give me a haircut. Speaking of hair, I've seen the beauty supply by my crib. It's like a big mega beauty supply or whatever. They um they've been open. They've been allowing people to come in only a certain amount of people. In the store at one time, and from what I hear, you gotta sanitize your hands and put gloves on when you go in there, or something like that. But they've been open, so I know them ladies getting it together, man, cause you know y'all got a lot going on—hair, nails, waxing, you know, eyebrows. Some prayers up to y'all too, you know, that's struggling. I know a girl; she said she was going to her homegirl crib. She was doing nails in her kitchen. So she went over there, she got a a fresh batch of them finger clickers. Also, another thing that's very entertaining, man, while you're in quarantine, if you don't look up them battles, man, them versus battles. You got Timbaland versus Swish. You got The Dream versus, uh, what's my man name, Sean Garrett. You got uh, Teddy Riley versus Babyface. A lot of people, man. You know, I ain't going to stunt, man. Me and uh, Quarantine Bay, we was in here looking at the Teddy Riley and uh baby face joint the first attempt right we was grooving in here you feel me i had tried to hook the uh sound up to the surround sound speakers or whatever but the feed was so low you know it was all bad like the stream was so popping man you know what i'm saying that they tried to um people were trying to get on and you couldn't like i had to go on facebook and search And look at somebody else that was streaming it from like their computer, I guess with a stronger internet connection or something, to actually see it. You know, so that I couldn't even, we could hear it, but you know, the sound quality is better when you're looking at it from Instagram. Every time we tried to get on Instagram on both phones, it was like, bruh, nothing. But then I heard they broke the internet. I think it was like 10 million people or something was trying to look at it. I don't know. That was crazy. Like I said, look them up, man. And don't sleep on YouTube either, man. <laughs> I was on a YouTube rabbit hole the other day, man. I came across, you know, Busy Bone from um, Bone Thugs and Harmony. He has a reality thing uh on YouTube. It's called Jam TV, and he's talking like old stories from the Bone Thugs and Harmony's days, uh you know, when they was with Ruthless Records with Easy e You know, talk about getting robbed and how he got set up by two chicks and got robbed one time. Like, he telling a lot of stories on all the episodes, man. Um, That's very dope. That's another thing I like, too, about YouTube and these channels where people are able to get celebrities to come and open up about their lives. Because it'd be dope. You never know what people be going through, what happened during the height of their career. Also, it's a... um, show on here called uh what is it on YouTube uh, with the B T network uh what is it like how I blew a bag or blow a bag it's like people getting their first big check from doing something and what did they spend or how did they blow it or or what happened at the height you know they had the most money you know stuff like that like very dope very dope show also boosie is never a a dull moment man you could always look up boosie if you want to see something to laugh at if somebody don't cut boosie a check and do a reality show on him that can be uh uncensored man I'll tell you, it'll be hard as hell, bro Never a dull moment with Boosie Also, while you're in the crib Looking for a way to make some money and all that, man Do not be susceptible to these scams out here, bro Not gonna lie, man I had a guy call me the other day My my homie, man (laughs) He called me, bro Talking about some blessing loom Or something like that, bro Where I'm supposed to cash out somebody some money, bro Not just some money But $1,400, right? I'm a cash shop $1,400, and I'm going to be in a circle of people. And I think it was every month somebody was supposed to get all the money in that pot. And I kept asking, like, yo, so what's the investment? How He kept saying something about 111% markup. I'm like, well, what's the investment, my man? He's like, oh, yeah, the investment is what you putting in it. I'm like, no, but what is it going towards? Like, how are you getting 111%? He telling me that it comes from everybody putting money up. But what Danny says, oh, but everybody that puts the money up has to invite two more people under them to keep it going. It was like, what? At the end of the day, sounds like a recipe for disaster with somebody's finances, especially somebody that has no money to lose. You know what I'm saying? I remember it was the same type of thing going around years ago. If you if you guys, I talked about it on one of the podcasts before where a chick had tried to get me in that cash app thing where I was supposed to put like $150 in or something like that. And everybody, you know, it was like, you know, and I talked to her a while back and she was like, oh no, I never got that money. You know, it's like I don't understand why people still keep falling for those type of scams. You know, something that's cool to look into is like if you want to look at certain little stocks, like a beginning thing at stocks, like Acorns or Cash Shop, where you can actually track what you're what you're doing with your money like this whole these whole these circles that people are getting into with money how do i how am i tracking my money beyond i know i sent it to this person on this date i've never been a gambler or somebody that wants to like go and risk money like you know shooting dice or going to the casino and so but i've never been that type of person like to each his own i knock anybody that does but my brain was never wired to want to do those type of uh Just risk, you know, financially. Like, I can see, I can grasp my head around the concept of stocks or bonds or real estate, you know, tangible things I can see. Like I say, things on paper I can see metrically of how something is invested, and I can see how I'm making my money back potentially. Those type of risks I understand. The ones that just sound too good to be true are the ones that I don't understand why people fall for them, you know, especially stuff where like people are selling things like health products or. Things like that. And it's kind of set up like a pyramid scheme, like to each his own, like I say. But I don't I don't understand why people get involved with that stuff. And they think because they see somebody on Instagram that is selling the product as well and doing very well, quote unquote, from selling this product and they living this lavish life and they're doing this and this. They thinking, oh, I can do the same thing. I never understood why people kept falling for that stuff, you know? Just look up pyramid schemes in general. Like you know, what I'm saying, yeah, you're getting a product that you're supposed to be working for your health and this and that. But also, like, I don't, I don't understand. Like a lot of them girls that are selling like the tea and stuff online, the CBD tea and stuff. Like they say it works and this and that, but I don't know, man. Like a lot of them girls, like they've already had their bodies done before. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of them look like they've had, you know, the, the procedure where, you know, they just suck the fat out and put it in somewhere else, or, you know, or just, what you know, look, they've been sculpted, you know, or, or maybe they just always had good genetics, and it's like, they're just not coming from using the products, it's like, people need to really understand what they're getting themselves into, you know, and you're gonna buy this stuff from somebody who probably doesn't look like, <laughs> let me shut up, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, ah, uh, man, somebody made a status, the day was like, uh, I'm not buying any, you know, weight loss CBD tea from anybody that's fat, it was like, I mean I would (laughs) I I understand that totally, you know. And if I'm not mistaken, it's um like a laxative. It just makes you go take a shit, I believe. And but I just don't understand why you gotta buy the product and then you gotta like sign up to sell the product. Like and like get up people up under you to do the same so you can make money. Like I don't know. And them documentary shows that be about schemes and scams and corporate scams and stuff like that, man, them be some of the dopest shows ever, man. Some of the coldest scams I've seen. Uh, like uh, like the payday loan ones, where you know the the markup on people getting scammed from going to a title loan or a payday loan, and you owe all this money, man. Look up dirty money on uh, Netflix. Uh, they got one on there. What's well, a few of them on there? It's a bunch of them on there. Uh, it's a series of a bunch of different scams, man, where people were just ripping people off, man. Uh, I seen one documentary about. Remember the um well, like back in when I was younger, a lot of people were selling Mary Kay. It was like a like a, a makeup. Right, and it was a documentary came out about that. How that was, you know, sort of a scam, and how people were. Um you know, losing so much money because of how it was structured. Basically like if you got up to this rank you had to live up to this, you know, type of expectation per month financially to the corporation. You know, and then people were like losing money and, you know, some people were buying all this stuff and having all this makeup in their basement because they were buying it just so they could stay in the ranks and, you know, all kind of crazy stuff. How do people get the pink Mary K car, you know, it was giving away like a Cadillac. Somebody with the top sales or whatever, you get a Cadillac. Like just some crazy shit, man. That documentary is crazy as hell. Main thing I probably miss, man, with everything being closed down. Definitely, I definitely miss working out. I definitely miss working out. Like, I miss getting up and the first thing I do is going to the gym, getting the blood going and getting my, my thoughts together, and then getting my day together. I miss that, you know? That's definitely one thing I miss. But even with the quarantine and all that, like, even if they open up the gyms, would I trust it? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't know, because I bet it's going to be, like, flocks of people in the gym probably you know on one end or may not be a lot of people at the gym i might test my luck i ain't gonna lie the first when the when the uh, gyms were still open during the um corona i was still going to the gym like when they were saying it was getting kind of bad and like i was going like i was there the last day they they closed they was like oh well tomorrow we're going on a lockdown i was like oh okay but <laughs> yeah somebody i might roll the dice on that one what i will say it definitely taught me to like appreciate my crib Doing this quarantine thing, and also to man get some workout stuff at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you pay for a gym membership every month, but something like this happens, you have no way to work out really, unless you're doing in the, uh, what in the crib doing body weight stuff, or you found heavy stuff around your crib to squat. Um, to if you got something, you can probably curl. But man, it made me realize that definitely get some type of setup at the crib, and also uh, learn to appreciate the outdoors. Man, I want to uh, the park horse park one of the days of, during the quarantine i will say it was popping man people were out there working out people were out there with their kids just walking their dog it was just good to be out there getting some fresh air getting some sunlight because you know people been in the crib you ain't really been doing nothing so um yeah definitely working out i missed that i missed going to the gym talking to the fellas it's crazy because during the whole thing like everybody had the same idea because man all the weights everywhere were, were sold out walmart target then you go on Facebook Marketplace, um, where people, you know, I don't know if you ever used that before. People in your area are selling stuff you go pick up. Man, people wanted ridiculous amounts of money for dumbbells. Like, I remember seeing somebody trying to sell, I think it was some 30-pound dumbbells for like $110. Like, two dumbbells for $110. Like I'm not I'm not paying $110 for no dumbbells. But at the same time, I don't even know if that's how much they cost. I hope two 30-pound dumbbells ain't no $110. But, as of late, the newest battle is going to be... Um, Nelly versus Ludacris, and that's going down Saturday, I believe. Man, hold on, let me get it together, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Lean back, lean back, lean back. Hold on, let me, let me get it together. Let me get the Instagrams. Hold on. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Saturday, it's gonna be uh, yeah. Nelly versus Ludacris. So Saturday is the sixteenth. Man. And that, uh, my timeline been going crazy because I am from St. Louis, so my timeline been going crazy on Facebook with a lot of people from my hometown and just going crazy like, man, Nelly this, Nelly that. You know, some people hating on Nelly, some people underestimating Nelly, some people uh just thinking Luda gonna do this, Luda gonna do that. And I'm just like, bro, I'm standing with Nelly, you hear me? And the funny thing is, it might come down to Nelly Tip Drill versus Ludacris pee popping if all my people that don't know what them records are, man, you got to YouTube. Use a YouTube. These and hey, we finna go back in the crates. You know what I'm saying? These back in the times when I was DJing, I had vinyl records of these records. You know what I'm saying? I had to have these records, but God, I had to have the. You know, da 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 da. I had to let the club go off. You know what I'm saying? But that's going to do it for this episode of The Fly Perspective, man. Y'all be safe out there, you know what I'm saying? Y'all do what you got to do during this quarantine or when the city opening back up, you know what I'm saying? Just spread positive vibes, be optimistic, and uh, just work towards some goals, man, and think beyond the madness, you know what I'm saying? But we're going to rock out like this, man. Shout out to my girl, Blazing B3. Man,
1: what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Blazing B3, and you are now tuned into The Fly Perspective, the flyest podcast out. <laughs> real nigga, real nigga, real nigga radio. He hit it from the back, from the back. Bend it over, and I make that ass clout. Make it clout. I throw it back, cause I know my ass fast. I shake this ass, and you better throw them racks, Say he love it when he hit it from the back.